When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast as this drops late on a Monday night into a Tuesday morning. We're at 11 days. Kickoff of Oklahoma season against Tulane, Saturday, September 4th. In New Orleans, we'll be on the air with a 9 a.m. pregame show for the 11 a.m. kick as the Sooners battle the Tulane Green Wave. Today is all about the players. We're going to bring you all six of the media avails with the Oklahoma Sooners last week. You'll hear from Jalen Redman, Deshaun White, Woody Washington, Andrew Rain, Key Lawrence, and Braden Willis. So, that's coming up, all six of them in their entirety. Let me give you a couple of highlights, though. Uh, first, Key Lawrence made a huge impact in his first meeting with the media since transferring from Tennessee and talked about the difference between the schemes defensively at Tennessee and Oklahoma. Specifically at Tennessee, it was, it was a lot more plays. Like, it was quite a bit of plays. Uh, it was it was very different, and uh, everything was mixed and matched. Um, a lot of thinking on the field in here. I'll probably say it's a lot of it's a lot of thinking, but at the same time it's to where you can react faster and you don't have to think about so much at the same time. You just have certain calls to make and in that nature. So Meanwhile, Braden Will has talked about imparting on young players the importance of special teams. It's very important. I mean, I come from a high school, you know, under Coach Wager, Coach Bob Wager and Arlington Martin that, you know, special teams was very, very important. We played it like everything else and I think it kind of trickled down to when you know coach Beamer is there and now all of our special teams coaches now like coach Gundy and you know coach Finley and everything like that but uh that's the first thing I talk about when I talk to a young guy special teams because really 
playing special teams gets you on the field and it really gets you accustomed to the speed of the game and, you know, just the ebbs and flows of the game. You know, it it really does uh, do justice for a young player just kind of, you know, getting used to the college ball. Sticking with the offense, Andrew Rame looks like he's going to be the opening day starting center. He's not worried about trying to fill Creed Humphrey's shoes. Uh, we talk some, not a whole lot, but um, I do get that comment a lot about filling the shoes and I always say, I'm not feeling shoes. I'm, I'm out here going to mold my own pair. So that's all I got to say to that. Love the kid. Broken Arrow Products got a bright future ahead of him. You'll hear his presser in its entirety. Deshaun White, man, there was a time in that inside backers room where it was, what, essentially him, Emmanuel Beal, and Kenneth Murray. Now there's, what, nine guys in there? It's a 180. It's a complete 180 or three 180 flip, to be honest with you, is what it feels like. Um, I feel like when I got to the room, it was talented, but there wasn't a lot of discipline. There wasn't a lot of um, just, you know, the way that we do things now. Like, we do a lot of extra work together, and there wasn't a lot of that then. Um, And so now, every day we break it out on LBU, and that's, like, something that, like, we put our hearts into, and we mean that when we say that. Um, Whether, regardless of who says they think it is or not, like, we're going to do our part to um, we're going to put our best foot forward in becoming linebacker you. And so I think that just having that um, really motivates us every day. I know it motivates me um, to be the best me because I'm doing it for um, sort of a bigger purpose to be one of the more respected linebacker corps in the nation. I'm talking, I mean, when years from now I can look back and be like, man, those uh, OU linebackers are still sort of, like playing a certain way, they're flying around. So um, I can definitely say it's changed quite a bit. That's one of the media sessions I can't wait for you guys to hear. Uh, and then before we intro our first full Zoom session, Woody Washington on the biggest difference. A lot, lot of questions about the difference between, say, a couple years ago and where this defense is now. And each defender handled it just perfectly. Just the way, the, the way that we're being coached. Um, I think, I know I wasn't here in 2018, but – we had one of the worst defenses in the, uh, in the in the entire country during that time. But I think just Coach Grinch and Coach Manny, they do a great job of just making making sure we're getting the coaching points and and emphasizing the things that we need to uh, we need to get done. So there you go. Let's get after it. That was Woody Washington. We start our full Zoom media sessions with the Sooner players with Jalen Redmond. Wanted to ask you about the the depth of this defensive line. How different is it? Uh, from from when you arrived and, and just how much different is the feeling there with that group uh, here in the preseason camp uh, going into this season? Um, well, from when I got here, <clears throat> I mean, uh, D-line, uh, you know, sometimes it, it drops off because of injuries and things like that. But uh, this year we, we got a lot of bodies and a lot of talent. I mean, when one guy come in, the other guy can come come in and uh it's it's like I don't think it's a drop off. So I feel like that's a that's a good thing we we have uh, advantage we have in our hand. Richard Bailey Tulsa World. Kevin, I wanted to ask you, what makes Nick Benito such a special player? What impresses you the most about Nick? 
Uh, well, for me, I like Nick's get off. His he he probably he got the quickest get off I think I've I've seen in um, college, and he's he's a, he's a hard worker. I mean, he, he it's like he does it effort, effortly. He's so good, man. Jalen, thanks a bunch. Have a good week, okay? All right, you too. Uh, Chris Billow, Super Scoop. <clears throat> Jalen, how long did it take you to get comfortable after missing all last season? Uh, it took me a while. I mean, I, I went through the spring, and um, I sat and knocked some rest off. And then, I mean, I'm still knocking rest off. I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm not the perfect player, so I'm still, I'm still working on it. I'm still trying to, you know, get back into it, but I feel like it's, it's going good, man. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm doing good in camp right now, so I feel like everything's working out. John Hoover, SI Sooners. <coughs> hey, Jalen. Uh, wonder the expectations are, are really high on this team this year. A lot of people have you guys ranked number one, number two, whatever preseason type stuff, obviously. Um, what about the team? What do you guys think about high expectations? What do you guys think about national championship expectations from fan base? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I mean, it, you know, we think about it; it's in our heads, but we're not really focused, like too much focus on it. You know, we um, we just worry about getting better and playing our game, and and taking that spot and uh, going to finish. Coach been preaching on a big thing all campus: finishing. So. It don't matter what, what the ranking is or whatever. We got to do it ourselves. So we got to go out there and finish. Is that one of those deals real quick where you, you know it's going to be a reward <coughs> down the line if you take care of all these other steps first? Yes, sir. I mean, we get, it's a lot of teams that's going to be good. So we, we got we to gotta play we got to play everybody to be number one. Yes, sir. Gary, you need to toss the world? <coughs> Jill, you ready to play a game, my man? Man, ready. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, we're also at the time of camp, right, where everyone is. Yeah, ready. man, dying to play. Ready. I hear you. How, um, let me ask, with the uh, the Delta variant still slamming into everybody, especially, you know, Oklahoma's no exception, how, how much of your mind is on that, given, you know, your, your, your health situation and what you've had to do specifically to take care against, against COVID? Um. Honestly, I haven't really been thinking about it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm all about ball right now, so that's where my head is. That's where my focus is, and that's all I'm focused on right now. To be honest with you. Can I ask one more? Sure. Uh, did, you, did you decide to get vaccinated? Um, I, I don't, don't want to get into that that side of it, if you if you don't mind. I don't mind. It's your call. I appreciate your answer. Yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, Lee Benson, did you have a question or not anymore? being away from it uh, you, you realize like football can be over any day from for anybody so you got to take the chances you get you know go with your opportunity and I don't, I don't want to lose this game too quick so I mean it, it, it helped me a lot <clears throat> Myron Patton Fox 25 
Yes, sir. Do you remember those days? This is basketball, and all of you as a football player. Uh, yes. Uh, I think basketball helped me a lot. You know, um, I got a lot of um looks and offers uh because of basketball from from football. So I mean, I feel like basketball helps a lot. Helped me a lot. In what way? Yeah, feel uh, footwork a lot. A lot of guys, you know, struggle with footwork, especially being the size that we are, or whatever. I feel like I I got an up hand with good footwork, uh, quickness, and all you know, all that a good get off, everything. You been a little bit big now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, James Hill. Hey, John, um, you know, I saw you working at the defensive end the other day. That was a conditional year. You came here to be Honestly, man, I'm doing whatever the team needs me to do. You know, I'm good with playing either one, D-tackle or on the edge. It doesn't really matter to me. If they tell me, hey, first game, we, we need you to play in, I'm, I'm going to do it. You know, I don't have a problem with either one. I like both posi- both positions. And I feel like I'm pretty good at both. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with either one. I mean, they, they're pretty. They're kind of different, but at the same time, you're a player, you're a player, you can do it. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm that good at both, but they're, they're pretty good, man. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's go back to Bob Frisbee. Hey, Alan, how big of a help was someone like Isaiah trying to get through this last year for you? Oh, man, he was, he was a big help, man. That's, that's, my, that's my man. One of my best friends, man. Uh, man he, he helped me a lot, man. And just seeing him do good, on the field, it helped me even more. You know, it made me like want to come out and, uh, and do the same. Man. So he was a big help to me. Okay. Uh, so you got one more from Ryan Chapman. <coughs> hey, you know, we were kind of talking with uh, Kennedy just about the mental rescue he was going through last season. You know, he's out on the field. Similarly, were you able to kind of take a step back and? Uh, how did he mentally watch the team go through last season and give them a plan? Uh, what do you mean by? What do you mean by mentally? Just, just as far as like um, digesting the game, like Kenny was talking about uh, being able to see how the defense is moving, things like that. Just helping your like mental side schematically, anything like that, as far as uh, being able to kind of take that ten thousand foot view and watch the game. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it. Uh, I think it, it helped me a lot, you know. I uh, I watched all the games, so just seeing what them guys doing, and I mean, I went. I already knew, you know, going through it. We uh, we we opted out kind of late into camp, so we 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 pretty much it was like being out there. Like if I seen a call, I, I could recognize the call or whatever that we was running or something like that. So it, it was pretty good. It was it helped a lot. And you heard from. Braden Willis earlier. Let's go in depth with the newest member of the podcast family. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
curiously though, from, from an outside perspective, it seems like you, Jeremiah and Austin have a pretty good relationship, the three of you. Um, can you just talk about what the dynamic is like between the three of you? Um, how did those friendships develop and, and how does that affect uh, you know, the chemistry in, in the meeting room and, and when you guys are practicing? Oh yeah, for sure. I think we're all uh, pretty uh, great teammates together and uh, we're all pretty good friends. We all hang out outside of football and everything. Uh, for Jeremiah and I, it kind of started a little bit earlier, uh, you know, just because he was there when I first got here. And, you know, our friendship took place over the 2018-2019 season, really. That's when it really started. And uh, I really it was just him basically being a mentor to me from when I switched positions, from when I switched from Y to H. Him being a mentor to me and that, you know, I really appreciated that at the time. And that just kind of took over and that just developed into a friendship and then obviously it kind of trickled down to when Stog came in and he switched positions is the same thing you know we we're just kind of mentors to him just teaching him about the position and really that's how it started and you know now it's just a big old family you know we help each other and we know that and you know taking the load off of each other sometimes and uh you know it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to see thanks a lot Brandon. yes sir thank you Brayden, what's it uh, been like working under Joe John Finley? Does it help that he's played the position? Some of the things that he's really helped you improve on here? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you know, first shout out to Joe John. He's a great coach and a great man. Uh, but, yeah, most definitely him playing the position has really helped us, you know, as a group as far as football things, uh, you know, as far as like certain things of steps and, you know, hand placement and little tips and tricks that he's learned from playing in the league and everything like that, you know, playing at the college level. So, you know, having him as a coach has been really game changer for us. Just in just the little things, you know, and the little things add up to big things. And, you know, and that's going to help us during the season. Ryan Aber, the Oklahoman. Yeah, Brady, I want to ask you about the practice schedules. Uh, you all changed the practice in, uh, in the morning uh, last year. It looks like that's going to continue. What do you think about that as far as the way it affects your, your schedule, your day, your preparation, uh, especially – as it relates to, to free time and, and time to work on your academics? I like it a lot better, honestly. Um, I like it because I don't really like waiting throughout the whole day to practice. I like kind of, you know, getting up, being that's the first thing on my mind in the morning, you know, eat breakfast and then kind of get going. You go through the day, a lot of different things can happen that can affect, you know, ball. So I like getting up, getting straight to it, and then boom, afterwards, you have your academics. And it does help because you do have a lot of uh, free time in the afternoon that you get to tend to your academics. So it has, in my opinion, it has worked a lot better for most of us. So you're glad that you're sticking with that, uh, that type of schedule? Yes, sir. I am glad. I like it a lot, actually. Appreciate it, Brady. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Thank you. Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Hey, Brady. As a freshman, your main playing time came in special teams. I still remember the pump block against Kansas way back when. Mm -hmm. um, ask you, how important was it for you to gain that experience to kind of set a foundation for where you are now? And how much can your story help some of the younger players now that may just cease to push special times team, special teams time? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's very important. I mean, I come from a high school, you know, under Coach Wager, Coach Bob Wager, and Arlington Martin. That you know, special teams was very, very important 
we played it like everything else. And I think it kind of trickled down to when, you know, Coach Beamer is there and now all of our special teams coaches now, like Coach Gundy and, you know, Coach Finley and everything like that. But uh, that's the first thing I talk about when I talk to a young guy, special teams, because really – Playing special teams gets you on the field and it really gets you accustomed to the speed of the game and, you know, just the ebbs and flows of the game. You know, it it really does uh, do justice for a young player just kind of, you know, getting used to the college ball. Great, thanks. You have a good week, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Brandon Drumble, you insider. Hey, Brayden. Um, hey, uh, you guys have a you guys have been around each other a lot. You, Austin, uh, Jeremiah. How, how is the competitiveness? I know you talked about your friendship, but how is your competitive vibe with each other? Oh, all of us are competitive, uh, as you probably can see. You know, throughout some of the you know throughout some of the games and everything like that, all of us are competitive. But it it doesn't take a toll on our friendship at all. But yeah, all of us are competitive, and it really makes us elevate our game, which is honestly the best type of competition right there. You know, if a guy makes a play in practice, then you you know you got to make a play in practice too. If a guy makes a great block in practice, you got to make a great block too. So it really just is an iron on iron, you know, iron sharpens iron situation. And uh, it it just makes all of us better, honestly. Chandler Engelbrecht, OU Daily. Hey, Braden, I want to go back to last season. Obviously, you missed some time with an injury. My question is, how did you stay mentally and also physically, you know, prepared during that time? And how did Austin and, you know, the other guys still keep you in check during that time? Uh, just like you said at the last part of your question, it was really my teammates, you know. Uh, I have a fear of letting my teammates down. You know, I don't want to let the team down, my coaching staff down. So really throughout that whole time, getting back ready to play through those uh, weeks that I missed, I just wanted to be able to be in the best shape possible, you know, after that injury uh, to be able to come back and contribute to the team and help us win a Big 12 and help us win a bowl game and everything like that. So really the answer to your question is just, you know, the fear of letting my teammates down. Thanks. Is there? John Hoover, SI Sooners. Hey, Braden. Um, Want to ask you about Austin Stogner and, and what he kind of went through from your perspective last year as his position mate, uh, what he kind of went through, losing that weight, getting sick, uh, coming back, getting back on the team, and then his bounce back this spring. It's been or this spring and off season, and what he's looking like out there right now. And then secondly, I don't think we've had a chance to ask you about the number change yet. So what's kind of behind that? Okay. Uh, first with Stog, uh, man, he looks good. He looks great right now. And, uh, you know, it's a tough situation. Both of us kind of went through, like, weird little injuries last year. And uh, especially for him, that's – I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that. But at the same time, he didn't let it affect his, you know, his mood in the facility, his attitude, and, you know, how he took about it as far as contributing to the team. And, you know, we need guys like that. And uh, ever since, you know, he's gotten back healthy, he's been balling. He's been playing really well, you know, as we all know he can. And so, you know, that's really about it about that subject. And then as far as the number change, um, really after after the injury last year, I just kind of needed a new slate. You know, I just kind of wanted to turn a new page, you know, kind of reinvent myself a little bit. And uh, I was a single digit in high school. And so, you know, I just want to, for my last year, I just want to have a really good year. And I wanted to just kind of 
have a new page and, you know, just kind of reinvent myself a little bit. Thanks, Brian. Yes, sir. Thank you. Lee Benson, KWTV. Uh, Braden, when I see you know you and Austin out there, uh, your size, and obviously Jeremiah's in that room too with, with everything he can do. Since last year, you know, both of you guys talked about the injuries. Uh, you all think, or I guess I could ask you, what can this position group do? You know, staying healthy for a full year, what can that do for this offense? How can it eventually? Uh, the offense make it even better with you know you two starting healthy and then obviously you throw in Jeremiah yeah man you know our office our offense as a whole is already potent and you know lethal as it is but uh I think if all of us stay healthy I just think it's going to add to that we all bring such different elements as players and I think that could really just make us into or you know you know the standard of college football you know um yeah I mean if we all stay healthy which so far, it's been looking good. We haven't had any problems. You know, it's going to be a really, it's going to be a really good thing for this team. So, Jamie Carlson, you have one. Hey, Braden, wanted to ask you uh, about this podcast that you got kicking off with uh, Jeremiah. There's what nothing. can we expect? Are you guys trying to run us all out of business? And then I was also wondering if you could talk a little bit about um, you're an economics major, I think. Yes, um, just the this whole NIL thing has got great potential, but you know, you being a guy that's inside numbers and know all about that stuff, like what have you, what, what have you learned so far? What have the coaches tried to teach you guys so far about just how to sort of mind the business on that side of things? For sure. And you know, first things first, I don't want to run any of y'all off, you know, I love you guys, but uh, no, um, the podcast uh, is just something that I thought it would be, I mean, Jeremiah came you know, to me with the, the, the idea. And I thought it'd be a great thing, you know, us being older guys, us kind of knowing how the program works and everything like that. So the podcast is really just not going to be much of X and O's. It's just really going to be just kind of personalities on a team and just going about how the team does things and, you know, how we prepare or stuff like that. It's going to be really things of those nature. Um, and then as far as the uh, NIL stuff, uh, I think, and I and I speak for most of my team on this. I think that we are more focused on our goals as a team, and we feel as though if we complete our goals as a team, we're gonna get all the NIL deals and you know everything else from that. You know, the more we're winning as a team, the the better we're doing as a team. That's when more eyes are on you, and that's more deals. So, really, we're just focused on you know the season. We're focused on the team as it's as a whole, and uh, after that, you know, whatever comes after that comes. So, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Kerry Hardock, Sooner Scoop. Maybe Kerry doesn't have a question anymore. James Hale. You know, Brady, you guys have uh, – your position's really strong, but you only have three three guys that really play a lot of your position. So it's it's curious. I, I got to believe you guys are so close because of that. You know, you've got to be so interchangeable. Uh, the lack of depth here, you know, how do you guys manage that? And talk about that from a team standpoint because even though you guys are real talented, there's, there's only three of you. 
Oh yeah, for sure. So as far as you know, us being you know in a in a position group, we're all really close because we have to do a lot of things together. We run a lot of twelve personnel. We might run you know some thirteen or whatever the case may be. So a lot of our a lot of uh, our things that we do have to be knowing what each other is doing. So that's just that just comes off of the you know us being great friends and us knowing each other really well. But as far as our depth goes, I think we're going to be fine. I think we're good with three guys. I just think that, um, like someone said earlier, we just got to stay healthy, and I think we're going to be fine. You know, I mean, three guys is more than enough for us to, you know, be able to compete and produce and everything like that. So I think we're going to be fine. Deshaun White, the grizzled vet, talks about this improving defense. Hey, Sean, thanks for your time today, man. Uh, I had a question about Nick Benito. Uh, when you guys both arrived in 2018, he really had limited playing time. You got to play. And, and Nick has mentioned just going through some struggles when he first arrived on campus. What's it been like for you witness his progress on and off the field? Um, he's not lying. Nick definitely came a long way. Um, but honestly, just watching from afar, or I mean, we're roommates now, so watching sort of from a close, it's it's a good thing to see for him. Um, it's definitely, I think it's the way, or it's the reason he's the player he is, just because he's matured so much. Um, he's got a schedule, you know. He, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I know anybody that watches football, just the game that watches it more than Nick. You know, I think that it shows up for him. But yeah, he's he's definitely matured quite a bit. Sean, thanks. Have a good week, man. You too. Jason Kersey, the athletic. Hey, Deshaun. You know, I just wanted to ask you about the depth in your room uh, right now. The you know the with David Agwegbu and and Danny Stutzman coming in, Shane mm -hmm. Witter. Um, can you talk a little bit about what it's like being in a in a room with so much depth, so much talent? Um, you know, going into this year when you're you're an established guy yourself. Yeah, um, it's definitely motivating, to be honest with you. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Um, just being in a situation where there's always competition, um, I don't think you could ask for – as a player, you can't ask for a better – like a better setting, a better um, – just the opportunity to surround yourself with something like that uh, around the country is not – there's not a lot of places like that where you can say that you get into the three-deep group and it's still a really, really solid group. So, um, you know, I think that's really just a testament to our group um, and how hard we work. I mean, I really, <laughs> I'll say biased that um, I do. I think the linebackers work extremely hard, you know. Um, we do a lot extra together. We do a lot, I mean, just as it is, grip work, all sorts of extra stuff every single day through the summer. And it's just one of those things where, um, I mean, now, now it's time, so. Yeah. Thank you, Deshaun. Ryan Avery, the Oklahoma. Yeah, Deshaun, I want to ask you about something a little bit different. Uh, I want to ask you about practice schedules. Uh, Y'all changed things up last year, practicing during the day. It looks like same things uh, going to continue uh, this year. What do you do? You, do you <clears> like <throat> that versus practicing in the evening? Uh, you know, how how different does that make uh, make your day look? Yeah. Uh, with with the, the, the way y'all did things a couple of years ago versus how you're doing things now and just what do you think overall? Uh honestly I'm not I'm not really a picky person, but um I do enjoy the morning schedule a lot just because I get to wake up and practice in the morning. Like that's one thing that I, I like to do. I like to wake up and practice in the morning when I'm feeling sort of fresh. 
um, that sort of thing. But that would that would probably be my only bias on it. To be honest with you. Appreciate it, Deshaun. No. Doubt. Chandler Engelbrecht, Lee Daly. Hey, Deshaun. I wanted to ask you about Perrion Winfrey. Um, yesterday, Lincoln Riley said that Perrion's really become one of the leaders on the team. And just from your perspective, what can you say about you know his development uh, since he first got to OU to now? What's he been like off the field and also on the field? Yeah, um, Perrion definitely um, a little bit like Nick when he got here. He wasn't all. I mean, he wasn't all there yet, but he matured really, really fast. Um, and I think it's just a testament to honestly how bad he wants it. You know, um, I think he got here and kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit, punched in the face, sort of had to settle down, reset, like, okay, what is it that I want? And I think that once he circled that, it was easy for him to, okay, now I got to step, step up as a leader. There's certain things that I can't be doing that he's dropped off. So, I mean, um, for him, it's just one of those things, you know, step up to the plate. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Appreciate it, man. No doubt. John Hoover, SI Sooners. Hey, Deshaun. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Perrion as well. Interesting that we're going back to back. Um, does it take some guys maybe a little bit longer to kind of find their voice when they get on campus, whether it's a freshman or a junior college transfer? You know you know what I mean? Get some friends mm-hmm. around him, get comfortable, and then kind of blossom a little bit. Is that what happened <laughs> with Perrion? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's, I mean, that's the way I see it, at least. It, I mean, he got here. You know, he went through his struggles, which, I mean, we all do at this level went through it, struggles of his own, and just the way that he adjusted to it that fast and was able to overcome it in such a way and then be such a vocal leader is, I mean, it is, it's it's different and it's something that stands out most definitely, so. Be helpful for you if he were more destructive on the field, I'm guessing. That's the way it looks like he's been practicing. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, his, his game speaks for itself, man. It speaks for itself. Thanks, Sean. No doubt. Brandon Drum, are you insider? Hey, Deshaun, thanks for doing this. Um, you came in here in 2018. Uh, can you kind of talk about just the overall change in that linebacker room from the time you got here and just the mentality and the culture and how much it's, it differs? Um, I mean, it's it's a complete 180 or three, 180 flip, to be honest with you, is what it feels like. Um, I feel like when I got to the room, it was talented, but – there wasn't a lot of discipline. There wasn't a lot of um, just, you know, the way that we do things now. Like, we do a lot of extra work together, and there wasn't a lot of that then. Um, and so now, every day we break it out on LBU, and that's, like, something that, like, we put our hearts into, and we mean that when we say that. Um, whether, regardless of who says they think it is or not, like, we're going to do our part to, um, we're going to put our best foot forward in, becoming linebacker you and so I think that just having that um, really motivates us every day I know it motivates me um, to be the best me because I'm doing it for um, sort of a bigger purpose to be one of the more respected linebacker corps in the nation I'm talking I mean when years from now I can look back and be like man those uh, OU linebackers are still sort of like playing a certain way they're flying around so um, I can definitely say it's changed quite a bit. Um, so, yeah. Thanks. Jenny Carlson, the Oklahoman. 
Hey, Deshaun, um, you, you said a little bit ago that with all the depth you guys have at linebacker, it's pretty motivating for you. Um, you've become a mainstay guy at that position, but I'm curious just what your expectations for you are, um, you know, to maybe take your play to another dynamic level. Like, what, what sort of your what sort of your thought about what you'd like to be as a senior this year? Um, definitely want to be a much bigger player, um, a much more impact player. That's something that during this offseason I told myself that um, I can make a consistent play behind the line of scrimmage fairly well, but you know there's got to be those flash plays, those those plays where you know it's a TFL and a backfield sacks that sort of thing. So. Obviously, I mean, just want to step up as a leader and make big plays. Simple as that. How do you toe that line between doing something that maybe is that highlight moment, that eye-popping moment, and not getting out of being that consistent guy? I mean, there's there's yeah. something really positive about being a consistent guy in that defensive uh, backfield. I think it's more just um, – being more aggressive and reacting quicker to things, at least for me, that's what it was. Um, just trusting my eyes when I see things. And honestly, it's simple to say, but, I mean, it's it really was that simple, or it really is that easy. Just trust your eyes when you see things. And, I mean, my eyes lead me to make the same consistent plays, and my eyes have also always told me, or they've always seen certain big plays, big plays, and now it's just like when I see it, go. Don't think about it. So. Thanks, Deshaun. No doubt. Okay, time for two more. Lee Benson, KWTV. Excuse me. John, I know it's been a few days now, but I just wanted to ask you about the scrimmage you all had a few nights ago under the lights. What stood out to you in your position group and maybe overall mm -hmm. on the defense and you guys kind of getting out there for the, uh, you know, one of the first times at, at, at the field? No doubt. Um, linebackers had a great day. I remember it, actually. Linebackers had a really good day. Um, we were flying around, CFLs all over the field. Um, guys like Jamal Morris had a really good day. Um, I'm going to throw some names out there. Jamal Morris, Danny had a great day. Shane had a great – I mean, I'm not going to sit here and name all the names, but it feels like we all had a good day. Um, it was just one of those days for us, and it was a really positive day, and we've built on it sort of thing. But um, as far as the defense, it was a really good day as a defense as well. Um, really just – like mostly just how we're running to the ball. I know that that seems like such a simple thing, but it's really fun to watch guys run like relentlessly after somebody. And you sort of feel bad for a ball carrier, but it is what it is. Okay, James Hale. You know, Deshaun, you're, a, you're an interesting guy to talk to because when you came in, you know, you, you were a pretty well-developed guy, but, you know, through your three years, you've really added some strength, and you can tell just by watching and looking at you and things, you have a different outlook. Can you give us an idea what it's like to be a football player growing up in a program with the strength and conditioning team that you have and how it's benefited you? Yeah, well, <laughs> in high school, I was always playing all sorts of different sports, so I never really got the chance to be in off-season, but... Um, Honestly, even my earlier off-seasons here, I felt like I just wasn't mature enough to really put my head in it and really just sit down and focus. But I think these last two off-seasons, I've really, I really wanted to focus on my body. And I've known for a long time that um, upper body strength is something that I really, like, I've, I've always circled every off-season. Like, it has to change. It has to go up. And so, um, really just 
committing myself with Wiley. Um, he makes it really easy for us. You know, he's he's so um, it's easy to talk to him. You know, about anything that you're that you feel is a weakness in your game or anything like that. And I mean, honestly, they already know it. And so, attacking problems that you're um, or attacking weaknesses and strengths are really easy with a strength staff like ours, to be honest with you. Woody Washington, we got him penciled in as a starter at corner, and he's feeling confident. How different has this camp been uh, with, with your role on this team this year versus you know, what it was uh, a year ago? And just what kind of steps do you feel like you've made uh, personally uh, since uh, the spring? Uh, honestly, I just I just been I take every approach the same. So camp this year was no different than last year for me. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to be a competitor, no matter what position I'm at, um, whatever spot on the field I'm at. Um, but like I said, it's just I take every approach the same. So it was really just a mindset thing of just trying to work and just be my best. But as far as um, my uh, where I'm at position wise, um, I would say. As as a corner, as one of the older older corners, um, just taking in that leadership role and helping out the younger guys would be the um, the main thing that really changed for me from this camp to, uh, from last year's. Appreciate it, Woody. Ryan Chapman, SI Sooners. Hey, Woody, uh, we were talking to DJ Graham, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, and he talked about you being one of those guys that you looks at as inspiration uh, for technique and stuff. Uh, on the, the other, other side, though, DJ coming from the wide receiver room, I mean, is that a conversation you guys have as far as uh, him helping you along as far as being able to you know, read what the wide receivers are doing and kind of have that mental edge? Uh, not much. Um, I kind of I played receiver in high school, so I had a I I, I know I know a little bit about the position myself. But um, yeah, we all just help out each other. Um, guys like DJ, Jaden Davis, Justin Justin Harrington, all those guys. We all just help out each other with. Uh, we'll just play dummy for each other on whether I'm the receiver one rep and he'll switch it, we'll do things like that, uh just to to help us have an edge. Let's go to Jason Kersey, the athletic. Yeah, Woody, ever since you got to OU, there's sort of been an influx of guys from the state of Tennessee coming. Obviously the three Tennessee transfers with Reggie Grimes, they've been recruiting there more. Um so when you were being recruited, I mean did you see this potentially coming that there might be so many guys in your home state here at OU, or is this sort of surprise you how it's all sort of playing out? Uh, it's kind of a surprise. I, w- I really wasn't expecting it, um, but I'm glad. I'm glad that they're they're starting to take notice of, of our state. Uh, I think it's it's going to be a big deal um, here coming soon. I think we'll get some more guys in in the next class. Did, did you have relationships with all these all these guys that are now your teammates? Uh, yes, sir, I did. I've been knowing Keyshawn um, since we were about fourth grade. Same with Reggie. Um, Eric Gray, I've been knowing him for a couple of years. Uh, played him in high school, like the 707s, things like that. Uh, I didn't know Wanye much, but um, I had met him before. Thanks, Woody. Myron Patton, Fox 25. Yeah, uh, what's the uh, what's the biggest thing you've been one of the veteran corners? Where do you think your game has improved the most in terms of uh, last year, this time, this year? And you played some of the freshmen. Uh, where's your biggest uh, gains? Uh, I would say just uh, my my mental. Um,
I have a, a lot better mentality-wise when I do lose a rep, just redialing back in and uh, focusing on, on what's ahead and not uh, reflecting on the past. How much of what, you know, corner is mental compared to the physical side? Because sometimes you're on an island, sometimes you've got plays. Which is the bigger task that you have to deal with? Uh, I would definitely say the mental side. Just like you said, you're on the island, so it, it could be a play where a guy catches a ball and you can't let that affect the, the next play or the, the next drive or whenever, whatever that is. Nice. Brandon Drum, are you insider? I would say just the way that the way that we're being coached. Um, I think I know I wasn't here in 2018, but we had one of the worst defenses in the, uh, in the in the entire country during that time. But I think just Coach Grinch and Coach Manny, they do a great job of just making making sure we're getting the coaching points and, and emphasizing the things that we need to uh, we need to get done. Jenny Carlson, the Oklahoma. Um, so I'm I'm originally from West Tennessee and he's from Mississippi. And when I was about nine, ten, I moved to Murfreesboro, which is in middle Tennessee, and then he moved to uh Nashville around that time. And um we used to play AU basketball against each other. So you guys were on separate teams for several years? Mm-hmm. I think it would be a definitely exciting and a great thing because just because we we grew up knowing each other for a long time, so it'll be it'll be it'll be exciting. My team was uh, Middle Tennessee Impact, and his team was called the Ballers. And yours was obviously better, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Woody. Lee Benson, KWTV. Hey, Woody, I, I wanted to kind of pick back on what Ryan asked kind of earlier about P.J. Graham. He had mentioned that he models his game after after you and then also Ryan Peoples on the roster. And I haven't heard many players in that uh it's definitely uh an exciting thing to hear um I try to just be the example for the, the entire room uh no I'm no, I'm one of the older guys in the room. Uh, same with Jaden Davis. I think he does a great job uh, as well of just being the example, like working the technique that the coach is telling us every play in, play in, and play out. And um, as a, as a DJ for DJ, I think he he's coming along as well with the technique. He's starting to uh, get it down and uh, just keep working on it. Okay, two more questions, James Hale. 
You know, when you get the offensive guy we talk to, he talks about how improved you guys are on defense. And they bring up how tough you guys are in the secondary and how it's more of a challenge. You had a great year last year. You're going to, you know, project to have another good one. But you feel it in practice, man. Do you feel like you guys are coming out so much better that I'm telling you the offense is us? Yeah, so I think, I think we're coming along. Um, like you said, the offense, if, if the offense has noticed it, then I think we're definitely doing a great job of just being competitive in practice and bringing, bringing the most energy we can during practice. You guys always talk about iron sharp nine. Mm-hmm. Hitting that with that, those wide receivers and everything? Yes, yeah, sir, for sure. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood, Mike Woods, Theo Weiss, even some of the younger guys, Cody Jackson, Mario Williams, they're all giving, being competitive. It'll be a competitive catch uh, here and then, um, or you could just get beat, and be, it could be a competitive play. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year. Have a good one, man. Yes, sir. Hey, John Hoover. Hey, would you want to continue the narrative on Keith Lawrence? Um, kind of, if you would. We've not seen him play. You know, don't, he was recruited, I guess, as a corner. Played a lot of safety. Could play anywhere in the secondary. What's his camp been like from your perspective? When you watch him play, we hear about the vertical jump and all that stuff, how athletic he is. But from your perspective, what's, what's it been like having him out there? What's he look like? Uh, I think Key has had a, a really great camp. Um, uh, he's played a few, like you said, he's played a few positions uh, during this camp, uh, mostly safety. But um, he's coming along well. Uh, he's a real physical guy. Uh, makes a lot of open field tackles, and uh, he covers well as well. Many have Andrew Rain penciled in as Creed Humphrey's replacement. You'll be impressed with this young man. Hey, Andrew, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you. Hey, what to ask you, just how hungry are you to get back on the field regularly after just playing 61 offensive plays last year? Did, did that really teach you to be patient and really add to the hunger to get on the field? Yeah, for sure add to the hunger. I mean, Last year, it was, it was a long year, but it was a great learning experience, and I was under some great guys, so like I learned a lot. And But, yeah, really hungry out to get out there, get along with the other four guys next to me, and go to work. If you don't mind, another question. Just, there's a strong legacy of Oklahoma centers, especially over the past decade. What's it been like to, to kind of follow those guys' footsteps and learn from them, guys like Creed Humphrey? Uh, yeah, it's been great. Creed taught me a lot of a lot of things. I mean, I, I played guard last year, so I really wasn't expecting to go to center. But I mean, Coach B, he's been having me. He's taught me just about everything, and it's it's been a great learning time. And I love center, so it'll be fun. Thanks so much. Have a good week, okay? You too. Brian Avery, the Oklahoman. Andrew, what, what, what is it you love about center, and, and what's that transition been like? Uh, you know, going there from where you were a year uh, It's been a great transition, really. Um, I'd say what I like most about it is I like being square of the line, and I also just like having command out there, being able to you know call out the protections, call out what the defense is doing, and just having my voice out there and leading the group next to me. So really and enjoy that. You, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Have you always you sort of embraced that, that leadership role? Uh, or I mean, I've... I've always been really like a leader by example type, but being a center has really forced me to start being vocal. And I mean, I'm really taking it in now and I'm enjoying it. So it's been great. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Thank you. Jesse Crittenden, Norman Transcript. 
Hey Andrew, you uh, mentioned Creed Humphrey a little bit earlier. You've kind of been mentioned as uh, you've been compared to him in a lot of ways in the way you play the game and the way you approach the game. What was it like uh, kind of competing with him last year? What have you taken from that into this season? Uh, yeah, competing with him was, I mean, it was a challenge, obviously. He's such a great center, but he really just taught me how to be physical out there. Taught me like all the ins and outs and some of the hand placement, striking, stuff like that. Uh, I don't think there's a lot to it, honestly. It's been it's been a pretty good transition. I've really liked it. It hasn't been too difficult. And I mean I've taken in the offense quite well and yeah, me and Spencer, we have a great connection back there and we we both lead the offense, so yeah, connections are good. Chemistry on our O line is great and we're rocking right now. Yeah, most definitely that, that last week of spring definitely helped me a lot. Helped me over the summer prepare for it as well. But, I mean, really my job's easy whenever I got four guys next to me that are also some goons out there trying to, trying to ball. So whenever we got five guys out there finishing, working as hard as they can in and on and off the field, I mean, stuff's easy for me. Oh yeah, I mean, I love it honestly. We're because we're absolutely at war just about every day. I mean, Perion, It, J Red. I mean, you got like Laurent Stokes. They're all great, great defensive players and. They're giving us all a lot of work, and we all go hard every day. And they're fast, they're physical, and it's helping us. We're helping them, and so it's a it's a great deal out there. John Hoover, SI Sooners. Hey, Andrew, sorry about that. Um, not that I want you to give us like a rundown of the two deep or anything, but talking to Coach Vito over here, there seems to be. It sounds like there's a lot of competition at almost every, every spot. I wonder if you could maybe talk about it. You, you mentioned chemistry earlier. Talk about the chemistry that exists with maybe certain lineups. Maybe certain lineups do one thing better than another, or certain guys do one thing better than another. And you don't have to name anybody, I'm just saying, in general. Yeah, um, really we got chemistry going all the way through both the both, uh, first and second group. Because um, we roll guys in there a lot. There's not really a set group whenever we go out to practice. So really it's just the fact that we've had all – pretty much all of our old linemen really buy in, really get in the film, get in the weight room, and we're all hanging out with each other. So, like, really, whoever rolls in there, we, we all mesh pretty well, and it's been looking pretty good. Now, through the years, it sounds like you want five offensive linemen who know who they are, and these five guys are this. But what it sounds like is you're saying that depth and chemistry kind of makes you guys almost interchangeable? Um... Yeah, 
I guess so. Okay. We 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 got a good idea, but I mean, there's always gonna be competition at O line, so I got you. never can settle. Thank you. Thank you. Jenny Carlson, the Oklahoma. Hey, Andrew. Um, I think, if I remember right, you grew up on a farm. Am I right about that? You are right. Okay. I'm a farm kid myself. So. Um, wanted to ask you from your perspective, I know obviously your Broken Arrow experience is part of your, your football upbringing, but you're being raised on a farm, small town, all that. How do you think that's impacted, you know, where you are now and ultimately what you hope to do this? Uh, yeah, I've, being on a farm growing up, I really just taught me, taught me how to be tough and taught me hard work, honestly. I mean, you know, cattle or raising cattle and baling hay and pulling weeds and all that stuff growing up was I mean it was great it was fun and my dad made me do it for these reasons to be tough and have a hard work ethic growing up and it's really stuck with me so I'd say growing up on a farm has been pretty good for me how does that how do you see that translate I mean I know nobody gets to division one football without having some work ethic but for you what does that look like is that an extra hour of film is that like how, how do you think that translates for you yeah, I agree with what you're saying. We're definitely we're in the film room a lot, but it's not just me. Like I said, we got we got 10, 15 guys that are all bought in right now. So we get in there as a group. We get in the uh, weight room as a group. So really, it's just I mean, if you have a couple people pushing other people, then the whole group starts pushing people. So that's really how it's been working out. Any hay in the summer? Oh no, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yes, ma'am. Lee Benson, KWTV. Andrew, uh, let me go talk to Coach B, and, and he was saying a lot of great things about you guys, and saying, hey, yeah, I mean, you're doing everything that I'm asking them to do, and qualified by saying, hey, you know, tomorrow it could be different, it could be, you know, doing things I don't want to do, but uh, I just would like you to compare, you know, last year when you were in fall camp, about how Coach was with you guys compared to now. Was it, was it a lot more, like, upbeat and positive? You guys are doing things he wants you to do, or was it different last year? And, like, I'm just kind of curious on how the development between, you know, what you saw a season ago with your group and what you're seeing now. I mean, Coach B, he always stays consistent with us. So, like, we're always getting pushed and getting getting coached the same just about every day. But, yeah, whenever we – like I said, we got a bunch of guys right now just working their tail off. So, it makes his job a lot easier whenever he isn't having to push us to work. And uh, he can just teach us fundamentals and techniques. And so, yeah, I would say there's been a good difference between last year and this year. There's more just football instead of just harping on people to, like, work and finish plays and stuff like that. We talk some, not a whole lot, but um, I do get that comment a lot about filling the shoes, and I always say, I'm not filling shoes. I'm I'm out here gonna mold my own pair. So, so I got to say that. Let's go to Ryan Chapman. Hey, Andrew, 
Andrew, kind of one of the themes on the offensive line through the spring and camp so far has been kind of avoiding a slow start like you guys kind of got off to last year. Um, as someone kind of watched that happen, uh, what kind of lessons have you taken from that? And what are you hoping to bring to try to help avoid that kind of, you know, uh, slower start to the season for you? Um, yeah, I don't really see that happening with us this year. We got we got a lot of guys on the line that are just absolute killers, you know what I'm saying? Like, not just get your hands on and wall people off, but get your hands on and bury people on the ground. So we're trying to get that hardcore culture back in our line room. And, I mean, throughout this fall so far, we've got a lot of guys um, bought into it. So I don't think we'll have any slow starts coming out of the gate this year. You've got a lot of the same guys over the place, you know, two starters on the line. Is that just something that – uh, some of the guys that are returning themselves have they internalized and come back with a different attitude, or like, well, what's the difference there? Knowing you got a lot of similar bodies. No, definitely. The the mentality in our line room is a 180 from what it was last year. Like everybody is, like I said, built in. We're all we all work out together now. We watch film together. We have dinners together. We didn't really see a lot of that last year, and we've just really been trying to encompass a new mentality in our line room and to make us some dogs again. You know, you know what I mean? Okay, last one, James Hill. Andrew, it's, it's always fun to talk to Bill because he gives us a taste of what it's like to play in the offensive line. And when he said, I'm probably tougher to learn my offensive line because I force everybody to learn everything about what everybody's doing in the offensive line. And he was talking about the transfers. When you were a new kid on the roster last year, how difficult is it to learn how to play offensive line? Once you guys get it, you're awesome, but... Yeah, there's definitely a lot put on us. And like you said, we got to know the whole offensive scheme, formations, movements, got to know the whole defensive scheme. And at first it's quite a bit, but once you once you pick it up and you put the time into the film room, I mean, it's not that hard of an offense to learn and defense to learn how the defense works and stuff like that. And finally, Key Lawrence. What an impression he made. This is Can't Miss audio we talked about you transferred to Oklahoma how much did your prior relationship with Alex Branch and the way they recruited you uh really help pave the way of you ending up at Oklahoma this year oh I think it was like a big part um when I was a recruit not too long ago actually um he he was like really he really prioritized me and recruited me he made me feel like this was home and I only came on one visit and uh I felt like it was home from day one and he honest he just kept it uh, real with me being honest in every aspect of the way he told me what I need to do what all I have to do in order for me to be a great player here at the University of Oklahoma, and what it all has to offer for me. So, it was it wasn't like a big change. I always had that in the back of my mind, back of my head. But when I was at Tennessee, so. Hey, thanks so much. Have a good weekend. Okay. You too. Ryan Aver, Oklahoma. Yeah, Keith, good to meet you. Hey, nice uh, to meet you. Hey, we talked to Woody Washington yesterday, and he talked about uh, going against you for a, for a long, long time. <laughs> Uh, what 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 do you remember about him then, uh, and what was that relationship like, and, and what's it like now? You know, being on the same team. Oh, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, Woody, me and Woody like grew up together. Like, I've been seeing him since we were so little. Uh, actually, having like going to see with no technique. Um, but Woody's been one of those dogs who just worked so hard, even though he might not have the, the skill set as he he thought, but he always have it. But he never really thought that he built that confidence up later in his career. But he always been a good dog, good person to me. Oh, and especially playing now, he one of the main reasons why I I, I came to OU. Um, 
because I just wanted to uh, – our relationship was already strong, but just being here on the same team, especially in the back end with him, it made our, our, made our bond even stronger. So – Appreciate it, Of course. John Hoover, SI Sooners. Key, I'm going to ask you one of the tough questions today. You prefer Key or Keyshawn with us? <laughs> key. Key. Key it is. Okay. So Alex Grinch was telling us uh, in the spring and then at media day, he said you picked things up really quickly when you got here in the spring. Tell, tell us about that process. What did he mean by uh, you picked things up quickly? Was it a difficult process for you? How tough is this defense to learn? Um, I'll probably say just a, uh, having a dialysis of just trying to really progress my way into learning the, and learning the playbooks, whether just breaking it up into the certain concepts and categories. Um, it, it, it just depends on the type of person you are, the type of learner you are physically or uh, for, like whatever you think is the easiest way for you to learn it. Um, I just really just pay my – and down my whole focus into football. So I, I think it was like a big priority for me to like hurry up and pick it up real quick, especially coming in the spring, just try to get a step ahead of, of certain guys. Uh, just to start and uh, make my way up to the uh, depth chart this year. So I think it was a big deal for me. Can you sum up the scheme at Tennessee versus the scheme at Oklahoma, what your responsibilities are, how they're different? Yeah, um, specifically at Tennessee, it was, it was a lot more plays. Like, it was quite a bit of plays. Uh, it was it was very different, and uh, everything was mixed and matched. Um, a lot of thinking on the field in here. I'll probably say it's a lot of, it's a lot of thinking, but at the same time, it's to where you can react faster. And you don't have to think about so much at the same time. You just have certain calls to make and, and that nature. So, Perfect. Thanks, Keith. Good to meet of you. Of course. Man. Nice to meet you. Uh, Bridge Bill, Center Scoop. Yeah, Key, the OG coaches talk a lot about versatility. Are you playing more than one position or is there only one, one spot for you? And what has uh, Coach Grinch really brought to your game here so uh, so far? Okay, um, I'd probably say – if you if you really know Coach Grinch, you want to understand that the fact that he wants to be big on versatility. So if you're in a meeting room, and especially him being a DC, he wants you to understand that you shouldn't just be so tunnel vision on one position. You should also just pay attention to every other uh, position, just because if somebody goes down, next man has to be up. So it's it's a big deal for him, and that he puts on us and explains to us that like we need to understand like I can't just focus on being a corner or safety or free safety. I need to learn how to play everything. So it's a big deal for us. So Jenny Carlson, the Oklahoma. Hey Keith, thanks for talking to us today. Of course. Hey, hey Woody was uh, as Brian was asking, Woody was telling us about your long relationship. He said you actually started playing against each other in basketball. Do you remember <laughs> that? Yes. <laughs> He said he was on the better team. You need to tell us what the reality was. No, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, me and him, we played basketball when we were little. Of course he's going to say that, but he, he was not. I was definitely by far the best team, and I'm by far the better player. And you guys can tell him that. <laughs> With you and Woody being Tennessee natives, um, I know with you at Tennessee there were probably a lot of Tennessee high school guys, right? You know, in that defense, but it's that's not the case usually at Oklahoma. What right. does that mean for you guys to be maybe holding down the back end a couple of Tennessee guys at Oklahoma? Oh yeah, we just we really preach so much um, in the locker room every day. Like we're really trying to be more nitty gritty. We have that type of edge to us. Um, we try to uh, preach to our coaches and recruiters here. Uh, we need to get back to that Tennessee native style, you know what I'm saying? We got to get some of that grit back. Uh, we try to just 
bring it over here. And me and uh, Woody personally, we're just trying to get far as we can, far as we can, to show that uh, we don't have to be close to home for us to be successful. So. So it would mean something to you if you guys were. Yeah, it mean a lot. It'll mean a lot. Thanks, Keith. Of course. Jeremy, New Tulsa World. Mr. Lawrence, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm very well. Thank you very much. Um, what kind of a – you noticed the, uh, the news about OU and the SEC, I take it, right? Mm -hmm. What kind of a, of a conference is Oklahoma headed for once, once that day arrives? You, you'd, you'd be as good, about, as good as anyone on the team to ask. Um, I think we'll be a good team, but I don't really want to talk too much about that. If that's okay with you. It is okay with me. I understand. You've been, you've been, well, uh, you've been well instructed. I appreciate, the, <laughs> I appreciate the answer just the same. Of course. Have a good day, man. You too. Eric Bailey. Hey, Key, I just wanted to follow up. When you arrived on campus, uh, who took, who did you find out took command of the defense in, in terms of having the loudest voice, in terms of being a leader for the defense? Uh, you've been around them for a few months now. What players have really taken over that role from your perspective? Okay, this is a good question. Um, I honestly say, just in being comparison, I've never seen a defense like this. Like every everyone takes up their role trying to be a leader. Everyone wants to speak up when it's time to speak up. Um, I can get, I can name you a, the list can like be endless. Like I can name you a couple players that speak up and take that leadership role. Um, so I mean, I can name a few guys if you would like, but other than that, it's, I pretty much said a whole entire defense. What about you being a new player, just finding your voice? How difficult is that? It wasn't difficult at all. I'm just, I mean, no matter where I, where I am, I'm still going to be the same person. I'm still going to try to push my teammates uh, for the better of themselves and myself as well. So I think it, it was easy to pick up and grasp, just getting along in the loop and everything. So, Thank you, sir. Of course. Lee Benson, KWTV. Hey, I was curious about the spring versus now in the fall, because I know that Pat wasn't able to go through a whole lot at all in, in the spring, and you were brand new, and kind of I know you're – working at a lot of different positions, but from what I understand, you're, you're back there at some of those safety spots. What was it like without Pat on the field in the spring now versus here whenever he's working out with you on, on the field and kind of going through all that? And were you able to get maybe more reps during the spring than maybe you would have normally if, if Pat was able to go? Um, I'll probably say it's the same. Um, Coach gives everyone an opportunity, especially now in the fall camp is what it's meant for. Um, with Pat being back, though, I'll probably say it's a, it's a good thing for me uh, and as well as the younger guys on the team because he brings in a, a, a different type of leadership because he played for over like 1,400 snaps. So he knows what to expect and how to break down uh, the concepts and how to study. So it's a, it's a big deal for me and uh, my teammates as well. So I pretty much say it's the same. Thanks. Of course. James Hale. You know, along that key, uh, you know, you came here and OU had – starting safeties, the same two guys for the back-to-back -back years. One right. was a team captain. Yeah, that didn't stop you from coming. And so, you know, hey, we know about your skill set. We know, you know, but your confidence and things. But talk about the competition here because you have a chance. If you start, you unseat one of those guys that's been a two-year starter. So talk about that a little bit because you still came to Oklahoma even though they had guys coming back. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not really too much just about just being out a certain person. Honestly, it's just about uh, wanting to get out there and compete on the field and be on a, a, a contender for the championship as well. I just really wanted to come out here and just to see what my talents were. I, underst I understood where I stood uh, coming into here as in seeing two-year starters. But I really just thought on the other on the back end as well, 
that um, it wouldn't hold anybody back. I, and especially now, understanding that those guys don't really – they don't really fear for their position. They just want to help me as well. No matter what, who who's the starter or who is not, they all want to be great. We all want to be great and all going to uplift each other. So, Played a couple of positions. Uh, you've worked at Nickel. You've done some things. So talk about that a little bit. Has that been complicated? Has that been a problem? No, it hasn't actually. I'm going to say um, just being in the meetings every day, just having to try to pick things up, especially like just transitioning from Tennessee here is probably the hardest thing. But now that I've been um, going in the loop now, I understand the ropes. I think it's pretty a pretty smooth slate. Just got to pick up, a, uh, just keep cleaning up and enhancing the, the drills and the technique, and I, we'll be all right. All right, here's the schedule for this week. Coming up tomorrow, Toby and I will sit down. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, let's see, we've got receivers to talk about. We've got defensive line to talk about. We're going to go in depth on the offensive line. And Toby had a chance to sit down with Barry Switzer and Tom Osborne. We'll talk about that. Plus, more meetings, uh, more position previews coming up this week. We're going to talk O-line. We're going to talk outside of receivers. We're going to talk defensive line and tight end. And we'll get you ready for a game week. Make sure you're subscribed. Go to Soonersports.com slash podcast or however you consume podcast. Simply search Sooner Sports podcast and subscribe subscribe through apple please leave a five-star review have a great game week question mark we're getting there right the college football season starts on saturday we're 11 days away from the start of the sooner football season until then have a great week and boomer sooner everybody this has been the sooner sports podcast presented by riverwind casino still the one and by all-state Proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.